Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All the highlights tonight. Lunch with Leah, episode 326. Oh, our director over here having his little tissy fit. Oh, stop. What do you think this is, the BBC? This is, this is Trash Talk with Leah at the four ambassadors on the beautiful Water Bay of Miami. You're trying to upgrade and elevate us to damn standards of television journalism? Forget about it. <laughs> All right. So, well, let me tell you. Uh, there's so much going on, I just can't. First of all, I want to thank all of you that went to the Dumb Gay Politics and watched their, the event we did in Austin, Texas. I mean, the comments that you guys had come and had me laughing so hard. I wish I would have written down all the comments, but people were really just going crazy about it. And then Ronnie was so funny, and the girls were hilarious. So if you missed it, go back and catch it and send me your comments, because I'm telling you, your comments entertain me. I love your com- I read every single comment. I don't always reply, and sometimes I just hit that like thing, but sometimes I just yell at James. He asked me, somebody said, and I say, tell him this, tell him that. He's better at replying, but uh, it was really hilarious. I mean, you guys had me laughing so hard. And then, uh, my God, we had a training seminar in the office the other day where we had seven gorgeous men from uh, the Los Angeles and Toronto area come in. Uh, what did we talk about? We talked about this new, incredible, you're not going to believe, opportunity that we're launching these huge product brands and lines, and you guys are going to be the beneficiary of them. But I'm not going to tell you about all of them right now, because that's a whole hour in and of itself. But that was hilarious, and that was fun, and they were good. It was great. I mean, they were just great guys. And then what else has happened? Oh, let me just get it out, get it over with. The comments that I'm getting, according to James, because you know I don't read the negative stuff, <laughs> I'll just pass over it. That everyone's screaming that Roy is the attorney of record on the Epstein case. Well, let me just clarify that for you. He is, but he this is strictly a legal argument. It's a legal argument. Does the court have the right to take back its agreement that they made with a defendant? Yes or no? It's a legal question. It's not who did what by when, if it was right or wrong. Any of that has anything to do with it. It's, whoops, oh, my Van Cleef fell off. It's, oh, my gosh, I found it. Yikes. But uh, it's just... It's a legal argument. And, you know, the thing is, if the government makes a deal with somebody, do they have to stand behind it or do they not have to stand behind it? You have the right to go argue that in court. So stop with your, well, I don't care. Keep them coming. I find them actually kind of funny. That's okay. They can stop. They can. James thinks they can stop. I think some of them are hilarious. Like, you're blaming me because my husband's a lawyer. He was a lawyer 20 years before I knew him. 
blame a guy for doing his job good. <laughs> and by the way, if you need a lawyer, who better than somebody that can argue a case and win? I mean, you can't blame somebody for winning. It's up to the government to prove their cases. It's not to the defense lawyer's job to roll over. So that goes in one ear and out the other for me. But I do find it hilarious how many people's buttons that it pushes because everyone criticizes a lawyer until they need one. And then all of a sudden yeah. they lose. The lawyers. Did you want to say something, James? Yep, people are just saying hello. Uh, Marcella Bernardi says hi, Leah from Lake Tahoe. Tracy Jenkins Lipsy says she has emailed us about a beauty product, and we did see that come in. Kathy Fisher says good morning. Um, hello from San Diego from Jada. David uh, Binkley is in Atlanta saying hello. Yay, Everyone all over the place. talking to Colleen us. Colleen Fussell from Dallas. And uh, Tracy says green is your color. Wow, you pop more than normal. Wow. Well, you know what really happened? I said the James same thing. said that. Well, J- Jason said that. What really happened is I was inventorying, cataloging, and photographing all my jewelry last night. So Jason and I can insure it and, you know, keep it in the vault. So I had this jewelry out. This is what I had out. And so this morning, I wanted to get in the car and turn the news on. So I didn't want to lock it up or take it to the bank. So I just wore it. <laughs> So Benzo was wearing my emeralds, uh, which this one I got from Jason's brother-in-law, who's a gemologist, diamond dealer, he's an incredible jeweler. He gets everything from me wholesale. And so I said, well, I have to put a green scarf on so I can wear the jewelry and not have to worry about it. That's funny. Everybody just thinks it's costume anyway. No, it looks beautiful on you. Green is really good. Thank you, my green eyes. Uh, green for money. How come we don't have more of it coming in? <laughs> so Roy Jr. has been going to the gym, and he's every night complaining about how sore he is. I'm like, you know, RJ, this is a problem. You're whining. Kids don't have food, okay? Kids are in cages, and you're whining about being sore for going to the gym. <laughs> Stop already. And then, I, and then he goes, my butt's sore. I'm like... That's from the horses you rode in Texas. That is not from the gym. This is hilarious. If he's doing squats, he might be. Yeah, maybe. Well, and he's 17. Let him be sore. I'm sore just getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Crack. I'm like that woman, the sister in Cinderella where the knee cracks when she bends down. I mean, I'm like this all the time. Let him do it now because it's harder when you're 50. It's it's older. (laughs) How did we miss James's Versace shirt today? How am I just noticing this big lion in my face? That's a fabulous shirt. It'd make a really great pillow. Maybe you should take it from him, Jason. Uh, It's going to be bigger. It will be. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, Anyway, so you will not believe the stuff that goes on at the house. I mean, it's just too much. Yesterday, for example. Oh, no, day before yesterday. Oh, is Paul's not going to work Saturday. So he's got, he, he's got to come in Thursday. He can't work Saturday. He's got to take the dogs to the vet. I go, well, what time do you have to take the dogs to that? Because I need Paul to work Saturday to take RJ to piano at the University of Miami Frost Music because I go to Pilates on Saturday morning, and Roy's in a big trial working 18 hours a day, saving another wrongly accused poor soul. And um, so they're like all in a tizzy about it. I said, okay, so... What time do the dogs go to the vet? Because I'm thinking, well, that's why is the wind blowing out there? So it's a wind gust. So then they go, well, two in the morning and two in the afternoon. I'm like, well, that was a rocket science decision. Why didn't you do two at nine, come home, do two at 10, and then Paul could have worked a half a day? Well, Heidi's like, oh, I'm going to have to call the vet and this and that. I'm like, oh, they're all in a frenzy and this and that. I said, I will figure out a way to get RJ 
you know, to music Saturday morning. Oh, but, you know, he, he, this, and they're just on and on and on. So finally I said, you know, I'll just cancel my Pilates. I'm not going to put him in an Uber. He can't, can't drive on his own, doesn't have a car. Just forget about it. You're just driving me crazy. I mean, this went on for two hours, this whole thing. I'm like, Jesus, how hard is it? Call the vet and reschedule the appointment. You know, get Paul, uh, Paul to work an extra day. There's a million things you could do. This is going on and on. And finally, I was just like, you know what? He has Chinese, 9 to 10.30. Why don't I just ask the tiny Chinese tro- teacher to drop him there on her way home, and I'll pick him up. And oh, what a good idea. I'm like, geez, I mean, they just complicate anything. Then the dog. So, you know, this dog comes in, if you notice, every day, little baby, and he scratches for food and scratches for food like starting 11 or 12 o'clock. So I'm thinking, you know, I don't think that's really normal. I wonder how much Freda's feeding him in the morning. So, you know, I text Fran. She has a 2.7 pound dog. Fran, how much do you feed your dog? 2.7 pounds. This one weighs 4.2 to 4.5 at any given time. She goes, I give them four, three and a half tablespoons plus a half a tablespoon of the wet meat every day in the morning and then again at 5 o'clock and a little treat at night. Well, I give this one a little treat at night, but he's starving in the middle of the day, so I let him eat. So he's having his breakfast and the snack in the middle of the day and his 4 or 5 o'clock dinner. And so I said to them, I said, you know, I don't think they're feeding him enough. So she tells me how much she gives. I go look to see what Freda's giving him half that amount. Well, no wonder the damn dog oh, is hungry. So, but Benzie's with me all he's the time. Hungry. If he's hungry, I feed him. Because if he's, when the minute he's full, he stops eating. It's not like he's an eater, eater. They went on for 30 minutes, Heidi and Freda, arguing about if you feed him more than he's going to gain weight, he's going to get fat, he's going to be fat. I'm like, you're not getting it. If you feed him more in the morning, I won't have to feed him in the middle of the day. I won't have to feed him when I'm at the salon. I won't have to feed him when I'm at the, at the office. He won't eat again. He won't be starving again. And no, no, he's going to gain weight. If you give him those four in the morning and you give him four compared to the two and the two, he's going to gain weight. No, he's not because he's not going to be getting the afternoon lunch. This went on for 30 minutes in the kitchen with Heidi arguing with me, afraid arguing with me, and Esperanza chipping in, and them getting out the spoons and measuring the food and showing me how much. And I'm just like half losing my mind. Finally, I'm just like, why am I having this discussion in a Spanglish with three people when it's my dog, my house, my dog food, and my payroll? And I just said, that's the way it's going to be. Now, if you notice, the dog has not asked for food this morning because we gave him the right amount. He's sitting amount. over there like, excuse me, I'm he's sitting right fine. here. <laughs> he's fine. Normally by now, Actually, that's true. he's digging in his bag trying to get food out because the little thing's hungry. And thank God I have him with me because if I didn't, he'd be hungry all day and waiting for the 4 o'clock meal. So thank God I have him with me because I always wind up feeding him. So now he's going to get two squares a day and his bedtime snack. So this is what goes on at my house every day. It's just too much. I just can't with it anymore. Anyway. Susan Selender says, my dog is also four pounds. She says, feed him two small meals a day, and he's 15 years old. See? I wonder what she means by small meals. Like, uh, tell her to tell us, like, how much is a small meal? How many tablespoons of dry food, for example? Because I don't put any wet food on. I, he gets a fourth of a teaspoon of that, just to kind of mix it in a little bit, you know, the canned food. Right. Anyway, so I'm getting more tweets about the fox. Remember the fox uh, in the yard? I'm telling you, guess Tom Mr. Arnold was hit. I missed this one. That day I, I, that I posted it, Tom Arnold tweeted back, don't let, don't let it in your fur closet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, oh my god! That's the thought of it. Yeah. I'm like, that's like uh, Jackie saying, "Well, she kills those alligators and makes purses out of them." I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to be killing the fox on my yard." I'm not sure it wasn't a wolf, by the way. And then another one said, Fe- <laughs> "Yeah, feed it to an alligator." And then that one guy saying, "You're an idiot. It's a raccoon." It wasn't. It was either a fox or a wolf. Probably a I fox. I grew up in Kentucky. It was a fox. You think it was a fox? It was <laughs> we so see them. Everywhere they come up to. They the have a long, pretty tail. Now I see where they get those tails yeah. to wear around. <laughs> oh my God! Well, in local news, we had the gay pride parade in Fort Lauderdale. How come we didn't know about that and do anything about it? Well, don't we usually do something with that or no? We just we, do the Miami one. Yeah, they had. I think it was but something different something this year. Miami? Not yet. It's next week or something. Well, they did something in Miami because I saw NB6 covering it and I saw some. No, they covered the Fort Lauderdale. One. Oh, it was just they all were in Fort Lauderdale. Well, I'm sorry we missed it. Well, two people got stabbed, so... What? Yeah, yeah at, the final, at, at the main stage that night. Why were they stabbing them? Because um, they're gay? Yes. No, they thought it was a hate crime thing. Oh, it wasn't a hate crime? Wasn't a, no. But they arrested two people. That oh, did God. It. Can't go anywhere anymore. Well, anyway... I heard that they were investigating at first like that, so I don't know. Then they had the boat show. Yes. And uh, did you see... Oh, my God. Did you see that houseboat? That, how much was that worth in front of Star Island? It's still there. It's, what, how much was it? Um, like but, uh, 20 million or something or 40 yeah, million? So they put this houseboat in front of my house on my 190-foot boat dock and on Star Island. No one, no one paid me to rent it. They just hook up there. I didn't get it. I don't care. Whatever. This thing you could live on the rest of your life. It's a houseboat. It looks like a mansion. And you could just live on it for your whole life. And I was like, you know, that property's worth more than I think it's worth because you could rent out that boat dock for probably 30000 a month for a boat and a yacht like that because it has a 10-foot draft. Nobody has that down there over there on Star Island. I have a 190-foot dock with a 10-foot deep. No one else is that deep. But that houseboat was flabbergasting. And then they had another $45 million boat over there. Did you see that one? They had another four, they had a 200-foot one that was worth, I forget, like $450 million or something. There's so much money in the world. I, I'm, starting, I'm, I'm starting to agree with some of the policies that after like a billion dollars, you should pay more money. You know, I'm $2 billion, a little more, $3 billion, a little more. I mean, how many billions does somebody need to live? Anyway, whatever. All my friends seem to think that that they're poor with a billion dollars. I mean, that's a thousand million dollars. Pay more taxes, help more needy people. Anyway, so listen. So at the another thing, the wine and food festival was going on. There's always stuff going. Miami is really the city that doesn't sleep. It's really as far as New York and Las Vegas. I'm sorry, Miami puts it to shame with events and stuff. I guess because of the weather and the party atmosphere and the nightclubs. Are we? Is something wrong? No. Okay. So Leslie Abramoville, she's hilarious. She tweeted this: The moment you're walking into a tent with thousands of people and someone recognizes you, she's talking about at the food and wine, for your tweets and screams, "F Trump!" and the entire crowd erupts in applause and cheers. <laughs> so she walked in over there. Isn't that cool? I saw that. Oh, you did. That's really cool. She walks in and they're like, "Oh, you." Because she tweets nonstop about him. She's very smart, too. And she's very on top of it. She's like a reporter for the Herald, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Social. 
So my quote of the week, in case I forget to tell you later, is because the only piece of paper I had any room left on. <laughs> All of the money in the world cannot make up for a lack of integrity. We're finding that out in the White House, are we not? Oh, also, we're going to have this fabulous eye cream in two weeks, and it's going to have great ingredients in it. You know, so you're going to want to see about that. So don't, don't forget, because we, we are already sold, pre, we have pre-sold 75% of what we ordered. I think we're going to have to order more. I screened some extra bottles today, 200 extra, not very many, just in case of emergency. We could fill them really quick. But this uh, CBD eye cream, you're going to faint over the quality of it. So then, you remember Hochi, Hochi Ortiz? He, he posted on Instagram, and yes. someone sent it to me. Did you see it? A picture of the Miami Housewives posing for Ocean Drive magazine like six or seven years ago. I was like, oh, my God, I, I'm having anxiety. Anyway, it was actually, I looked fabulous. That was that, that, that house that had the penny. Yes, that mansion. mansion. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's that. Let's see. Ask me anything. Well, would you please share what sunscreen you use and how to incorporate it into your skincare products? Well, that's interesting. We don't make sunscreen because it's highly regulated and it's, it's really a specialty product, but I will tell you the best one is SkinCeuticals. I don't wear it, be, but you know why I like that? It goes in and you don't feel it. I don't wear it because I feel like any time you can avoid any kind of a chemical on your face or, or your skin, you should. And I don't wear it often because I don't get in the sun. I either have a hat, I stay in the shade, or I even walk around with an umbrella. Madonna taught us that, walk around with an umbrella. But I don't, I don't wear sunscreen for that reason. But if I am going to be out, like when we went to the gay pride on the beach, then that's the one I would use. And drink a lot of water and stay out of the sun. That's the key. Uh, let's see, that was from Mullins, Deborah Maruth, 76. Thank you for the pee pad trick. I have been successful for a week. Remember, I told you, you got to take one pee pad with the pee on it and just keep dabbing that pee on the next pad or keep that pad with the new pad to draw them over there. I'm telling you, I should be an inventor. I should invent pee pads that smell like pee, but only the only the dogs can smell it. Okay, that's hilarious. Uh, Nancy, uh, Nancy and Bonita, uh, so do you think Roy will buy the Tiffany diamond ring? Are you kidding me? Did you see that diamond ring? Oh my God! The one that the Lady necklace, Gaga wore, thirty-eight million dollars—a yellow diamond ring, yellow diamond. Yeah, necklace. it had only been worn. Is like, that the one she's talking about? The yeah, Tiffany the Cath- yellow diamond. Yeah, the one that Catherine had. No, I don't think Roy person. would buy it. <laughs> But I would wear I think it. It's for sale. I may have to go find myself a billionaire sugar daddy because I could, like, 95 years old, slipping on a banana. Because I could wear that diamond well. It fit me perfectly. It's about the size of this Bucciolati medallion. Oh my God. Uh, let's see. Now that, let's see from uh, Bess. See, what are, is your favorite or mess bag? You know, that's an interesting story. You know, I brought a, a different one today. Did you see that one I brought? I, you know why I bought that yeah, one? it's interesting. Bring it over. I'll show you. The reason I bought that one is because it wasn't hu- hugely expensive compared to Ms. Bags, but I knew it didn't really have any resale value, and I like to buy things with resale value. But it, not that one, Jason, the one I walked in the house with. The, it's the one the over there, the with. canvas. <clears throat> the one I carried in. Uh, he has another one over there. <laughs> We're just loaded with them. We're insuring them, too. Uh, so it's because I felt like they only made a few of them. My handbag. Oh, my God. I'm sounding like I'm talking to Freda. He was looking oh for a God. Birkin. I'm looking for a 
This is my point. I was saying, I didn't, it's not a Birkin, it's an unusual bag. I normally wouldn't invest in it. I don't think it was, probably had a lot of resale value, but they only made a few of them and it's comfortable and fabulous. But the reason I bought it is I felt like if it got all beat up or I decided not to wear it as a handbag, I could put it in one of the rooms in the house that's very kind of Ralph Lauren and put a vase in it and put flowers in it and use it as a decorative piece. So that's why I invested in it. Otherwise, I normally wouldn't invest in something like that. Okay. All right, good. Now, what do you think about the R. Kelly situation? Don't you hope they throw him and book him? Well, I have to be honest. If he did all the things he allegedly did, and I think they do have a videotape to prove it, then he definitely should have the con severe consequences for that. But I haven't followed it closely enough. I like to give people the presumption of, being, of, of uh, innocence, but I've heard from the video and from the TV show that he's in a deep load of trouble. And I do think that powerful men or anyone should not use sex or money as a weapon. I, I, do, I don't agree with that at all, so I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, okay, but everybody has the right to a defense. Chef Julie G, how did I get, oh, how do you get over a tough breakup? Well, that's a good one. Well, if you listen to Jeff's radio show, the therapist on there says, don't get in another relationship. You know, stay out of relationship and let your feelings go through all the emotions and heal and then start a relationship. People I know that have moved on the fastest and the most successfully are the ones that jump in another relationship. So I don't know. I'm not a psychiatrist. That's what I don't know. Fortunately for me, no one's ever broken up with me. Any guy that's, I've ever, anyone, breakup I've ever had, I dumped them. And I was always very careful and sensitive about their feelings. Hopi Spice, what is your secret to a long-lasting marriage? I think it's trust is the big one, you know, and um, mutual respect, another big one, love, of course, and uh, I think having, you know, I think for me, I like to have intellectual conversations. I mean, shallow people probably like to maybe have, uh, you know, shallow gym questions, <laughs> gym relationships, but I like to have substantive conversations, and also I think... Um, being committed to it. I mean, it's like, I mean, if you commit, you're committed. You don't get to then decide, well, I'm not committed anymore. If you're committed, you're committed. Doesn't mean it doesn't always work out, but you got to at least be committed if you're committed. Okay, according to the Oscars, oh my God. Well, let's talk about the, let's talk about the um, red carpet before we get to the Oscars. Can I, uh, some people were asking about the eye cream. I thought we might just yeah. answer their questions real quickly. We're going to have an introductory offer. It's well, a four to six month supply for, for $45. Yeah, so they were wondering if they could pre-order it on LeahBlack.com. You can pre-order it because we're probably not, by the time it gets here, we're going to be out. You can go yeah. to, no, you can't pre-order on there. Email us at hello at LeahBlack.com. We will, we will set aside some for you or figure out a way to invoice you. It's not on the website yet. But it's going to be about a four to six month supply. It's going to be in a gorgeous package. Do you have that package? Let me see the package. You don't. You have the container. It's not screened. It's not going to matter. Uh, and um, let me just show you. This is what it's going to look like. The packaging, and then it's going to have this pump thing on it. Oh God, I forgot there's stuff in there. Uh, that's eye gel. But anyway, it's going to look like that, and it's going to have. Um, that four to six months supply. It's a mm -hmm. lot. It's beautiful. Okay, I love so, it, by so the way. some of the people were wondering, yeah, if they could order it. Or uh, yeah. so if you email us at hello at leahblack.com, we'll reserve Leah it for you. We'll be able to reserve you, it. Or we'll put you at the top of the list. Correct. You know, I'm telling you, it, 
I had no idea how fast it was going to fly out the door. Uh, somebody bought 200 yesterday. Somebody bought 50 last night because they're using it to give away or for friends or some people are selling it because I'm selling, I'm going to let people buy it wholesale for 45 right now. And um, <sighs> we had one other question. They said, could you repeat the name of the sunscreen again? Uh, SkinCeuticals. Okay. Skin when a product is good, it's good. I'm the first one to tell you if a product is good or bad. I mean, you know, I, I don't, I, have, I don't feel like there's any competition. If I wanted to carry a sunscreen, I could. It's just something we don't carry. I used to, but it's so highly regulated. It's packaged a certain way. It has a shelf life. There's a million things about it. Maybe we will one day. Uh, okay, so back to the Oscars. Let's go to the red carpet first. Now, just between us, Julie, Ran Rez what's her name, Ranzik? She needs to eat. The girl needs to eat. People, she, but you know what? People say that. But then yeah, she, but she's over that cancer for yeah, the last she, three she, years. Uh, she's had a kid she, since she then. She said that she has a, a, a disorder. No, she's acknowledged she has a disorder, but she I needs agree. to eat. Uh, I, I, I was worried for her when I saw that. And she's such a professional. She, and I know people that have worked with her, they say she is spot-on professionally and, and a nice person. Melissa McCarthy looked fantastic. She lost weight. She had on that kind of jumpsuit with the black on the bottom and the top was white. She actually looked very elegant, and I think it, she was very appropriately dressed for her body style and weight. I would have, however, added some bling or rhinestones somewhere, maybe on the bottom or the, the legs of that or on the, maybe on the shoulders to make it a more after five. But I thought it was beautiful. Good idea. But it was not, I mean, it, it wasn't, uh, it, it, it was, the, everything about it was perfect and it fit her perfect, but it wasn't Oscar-ish enough because she didn't have any after five bling on it. You know, if she would have just had some rhinestones on it, it would have made all the difference. I, I heard something about that she had another outfit picked and then she ended up wearing that because she said that's what she wanted her kids to remember her in. Well, you know what? It was amazing. But for in 30 minutes, they could have used fabric glue and sprinkled a lot of uh, bedazzled uh, Swarovski crystals on there and it would have just upgraded it to after five glamour level, in my opinion. Spike Lee was hilarious. And did you see how he was dressed and with those purple glasses and that hat? Now, speaking of that hat, Barbara Streisand getting on the stage with that hat. I'm sorry, girl. Mm -mm. Wear that when you're going to watch horses ride, you know, uh, if you're at the, the rodeo or whatever, jocks, where the, 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 they race. I can't with that hat she wore that night. And I bet you Donna Karen dressed her. That, I didn't like that. Now, what about Kristen Soriano making that tuxedo dress that's for Billy Porter. Porter? Yeah, that's what Ra Raquel Pitch <laughs> says. Yeah. Billy Porter was my MVP. That was so over the top. I didn't even know what to say. In one regard, I thought it was just spectacular, creative, and genius. And on the other one, it was just... So awkward in a way. I don't know, but I mean, it was it was fabulous. What did you guys think? Did you like it? You liked it, yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was okay. I, I liked the way he handled himself, though, through the evening. And yeah. And the way he interviewed the guests. You know, I thought he was very humble. Well, who are you talking about? Billy Porter. Oh, Billy, that wore okay. The, that wore that. I thought he was great. And, and I mean, and he took that piece off when yeah. he was, you know, after he made yeah. his entrance. So. But it was a fabulous, it was a fabulous red carpet entrance. And it, it definitely got people talking. You know, that's what they try to do. They want to be remembered and talked about and photographed and seen. And they want to milk this whole Oscar thing for like a week or two or three. Um, and then uh, how to accept an award. When they go up there and they're unprepared and then they stutter and him and haw and don't know who to thank, 
you know what? And then the music starts playing, and you don't get, they don't get to thank the people they would have thought. Whether you're, if you're nominated, even if you don't think you're going to win and you know you're not going to win, the professional thing to do is to have a list in your head of people to thank because you should thank the people that helped you get there. And it's not fair to them not to thank them because the music plays because you spend all your time hemming and hawing and stuttering around. I, some of them just went on and on. I, don't, I just can't believe it. Well, I'm just, oh, I just didn't expect it. Well, we know all that. Give us the list because it's not fair to the people that helped you get there. Your managers, your agent, the, the studios that believed in you, the investors that paid, those people deserve to be thanked, not stuttered around about it because you can't get over yourself. That annoys me when they do that. Anyway, I think everybody, and by the way, you're an actor. Memorize your lines. Just write out your acceptance speech and memorize it and then go there thinking you're not going to win. And if you win, you got your lines ready. Oh, my God, that just, that one got me. Helen Mirren, that diamond necklace that she wore, it was Harry Winston. Oh, my God. It made my little Harry Winston look so tiny. Mine looked like a sentimental prom piece compared to that. That was gorgeous. I wanted the RGB documentary to win, but the other one won about... uh, High solo. Yeah, that was it. And so that was a good cause. I'm glad it won, but I did want RGB to win. Melissa McCarthy walking out on that red carpet. I mean, on that stage with doing the costumes the with all those bunny yeah. rabbits. I was laughing so hard. I mean, that was so good. Like the cast of Watership Down was on her. Train and fifty bunnies from the movie, uh, the, the Queen that collected all the bunnies, and then afterwards, favorite. I saw, I saw someone tweeted, "Glenn Close is going to be boiling all those bunnies since she lost." Remember <laughs> from Fatal Attraction? So smart. Oh my God! And you know the Lady Gaga. I've read anywhere from thirty-nine to fifty-nine million dollar necklace. Now I saw it. Also mounted when Audrey Hepburn worn it the last time that it was worn at the Oscars. And I have to tell you, I liked the Audrey Hepburn <laughs> mounting better. I also I liked the, the I did. Mounting. I mean this this one that Gaga wore showcased the stone. The one that Audrey Hepburn wore was just it was built into the piece, but it was much more dramatic, I thought. So anyway, but I, I, I love that stone. I mean, I wanted that Burton Diamond, too, whatever. Who wouldn't love Who that wouldn't stone? Who wouldn't love that stone? And I know there were a lot of women on the stage this year. A lot of women won awards, so that was good. And Bette Midler got a standing ovation, very well-deserved. She was amazing, but I am a little taken back by the fact they had that guy come in and drop from the ceiling with the umbrella, and then they had Bette sing the song. Why didn't they let... Uh, what's her name? Emily? Is it Emily Blunt? No, the girl that played Mary Poppins. Yeah, Emily yeah. Blunt. Why didn't they let her come in with the umbrella or let her sing the song? Because she was nominated for an award and she was in a huge dress. What was she nominated? She wasn't nominated. She was nominated for something. No, she wasn't. She didn't get nominated for, Mar- for anything. She was nominated well, in I the Golden it was a Globes. Movie. 
in the Golden Globes. She wasn't nominated. And there were a lot of people that felt she should. I don't know if she should or shouldn't. I think they should have acknowledged, if they're going to acknowledge Mary Poppins, they should have acknowledged her, and, or if they're going to have somebody come in on an umbrella, or let her sing. I've, I don't know why they didn't do that. And I, don't, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think she was nominated, because they weren't even there. I don't even think they were there. Sarah Paulson had on a necklace and a dress that was a showstopper. She looked drop dead. And I thought um, probably the moment of the night was, if I had to guess, would be Brad and Gaga singing. Would you all agree with that? I agree. Now, I got all the inside scoop on Brad and Gaga, but I'm going to reserve it because I don't know if I should say anything yet. Too few people know, and I don't want to get in trouble. But there's nothing there, just so you know. But, uh, I, but I got the whole scoop. I got a whole story. Um, you're getting a lot of comments. People were saying they didn't mind not having a host for the Oscars. I have to agree with that. I thought it was yep. a much better format, and they didn't need anybody after all. So, um, And uh, they thought Dame Helen Marin was a classic. Um, she looked beautiful. They oh, also always. thought Melissa McCarthy was very funny with the rabbit... Um, uh, Kate. Now, when you go to the winners, I'm, when, when Spike Lee won, you know, and God bless him, but when, he, but when the Green Room won, there was a lot of controversy. A lot of people didn't think it should win. And what I read, and I did a little research, some felt like it wasn't a true depiction of how black people were treated then. Other people felt this than that. There was a lot of people, there were a lot of people unhappy with Green Room winning. You can do your own research and Yeah, it see, got backlash. But it got day. a lot of backlash. So Spike Lee, afterwards, when they're interviewing him, he's so fucking hilarious. He was on his sixth glass of champagne, and he said, well, I thought I was at courtside at the gardens, and the referee made a bad call. Because apparently he turned his back when they were making the acceptance speeches in the audience, and the cameras caught it. And then he went on and on laughing, and he said, well, every time that somebody he's driving somebody somebody i lose because remember he lost to that driving miss daisy and he goes but they changed the seating arrangement this time he's just fucking hilarious and then i mean he's just hilarious uh lady gaga made a comment that you know afterwards that she said some women choose to follow men and some women choose to follow their dreams if you're wondering which way to go remember that when your career your that your career will never wake up and tell you it doesn't love you anymore. <laughs> oh, that was a pretty good line. Well, uh, I think we should take our five-second break. Okay. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And 
And we're back. And Bohemian Rhapsody won four Oscars, including Best Actor. James, you were right. Uh, I thought it was going to be between uh, the guy that played Dick Cheney and uh, Rami. Uh, Rami deserved it. Yeah. There's no question. He was amazing. He's he fell so off humble. stage. I know. He fell off. And, you know, he, didn't, he fell off. They had to call the paramedics. But I guess he was okay because later he did take the picture with this other supporting actor. Oh, yeah. Actors. He was okay. They just made him. You know, because he took a big fall. Yeah, they made, they wanted fall. to have the paramedics check him out. That but. happens a lot <laughs> in those events because what happens, the lights are in your face and you can't see. And I hold my breath every time one of those women walk up those stairs with the 17-inch stilettos and those long ball gowns. Yeah, and they, did you notice they didn't have ushers this they year? They should always I have. they didn't have them because even Chris Evans got up to help I, I saw uh, that. Regina yeah. King up on stage. They did I think they should either have the robes you know, going up where you hold on the side, our man in a tux should escort you up. Because I just don't think, it's just, I mean, it's scary. I'm not kidding you. They have on this, well, remember Jennifer Lawrence fell that one time. And, but you have on those long ball gowns, they can catch on the fabric. You've got on those high heels shoes that they always wear. And the lights are shining. You're nervous to begin with. And you're, you know, it's overwhelming. And you're walking up those marble concrete you could kill yourself. That that scares me every time. Yeah, for sure. Meanwhile, Roma won three awards. Black Panther three awards. Uh, Spike Lee won for the Black Klansman. Uh, Black Panther was nominated for seven awards, and it's the highest grossing film worldwide. The first superhero movie, six hundred twenty-three point six hundred twenty-three point four million, two hundred million dollars to make. And it also won uh, soundtrack and score. I didn't see it, so there. It won best costume design too. Or I think it was. It did. So the woman that won when she got up there, yeah. she, she was the first African American oh, costume right. designer that's to right. ever win, that's and right. she was like, I love yeah, her speech. Yeah, it was costume, was sound, and score. Yeah, Olivia Coleman won best actress. Now, what did anybody think about that? I thought she, a lot of people I thought, thought it was Glenn shocking. Cuz was going to win. Uh, I haven't seen the favorite yet, though, but everybody says it's really good, so I'm sure. The favorite was really good, and though actor, listen, there. The thing is, it's like comparing apples to apples. You know, it's like a guy dates. They like blondes, or they like redheads, or they like brunettes. I mean, there's no right or wrong. They actually, every one of them nominated really won, but. I do think Glenn Close is her seventh nomination. She hasn't won. I, I think people win. felt like she's the Susan Lucci and they're just going to vote for her out of seminal favorite. But they didn't. They voted for Olivia Coleman, who, by the way, her speech was hilarious. Was hilarious. She was really good. People were saying she gave the best speech, but, but it's a little surprising. You that know, she won. Glenn Close thought she was going to win, though, because she had on a, a dress that weighed 48 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, that metal, I forgot who made 300 that dress. Million beads yeah, who made that dress? Like that. I can't remember. It was go oh, Carolina Herrera. It was a gorgeous gown. It was very royal and regal, and uh, it was beautiful. It was award award ready. Yeah, and it was also very age appropriate. You know, she wasn't trying to wear you know push up bra, seventeen inch stilettos, and a and a, one of those Spanx dresses like some of those girls on the shows wear. She should uh, have won for Fatal Attraction though years ago. I mean, maybe she yeah. was great. She was she great got in that. that year. I thought. Who won was, that year? I was trying to remember. It was a big controversy. I don't remember. Too. Regina won. Regina King supporting actress for Bill Street and. Marsala Ali for best supporting the black sculpture. Oh, God, is his is he perfect? I mean, his body is like a sculpture. The high cheek, he looks. He's just a gorgeous man. And Vice won for makeup and hair, and they should have. No, I mean they they duplicated Dick Cheney. 
perfectly. But I was a little, you know, I I was very happy Rami won. But I kind of thought that uh, what's his name might win the Dick Cheney guy simply because he's he's. But, you know, he's been around and acted a long, long time. But what this proved this year is that the people voted on the performance, not on the person or their history or what all have done in their career. First man for visual effects and uh, blah, blah, blah. What would you guys think of Adam Lambert singing uh, Freddie Murphy's song, We're the Champion and we'll ro- We Will Rock You with the Queen's Band? I mean, it's, it's not comparable to Freddie singing it, but I thought he did a good job. He did a nice job, but I'm going to tell you, I I would agree. I think there are voices out there that are more powerful and more uh, aligned with Freddie. I mean, I thought Alan, Adam Levine even ha- has a more uh, power. There, I, I mean, he did a great job. No one can compete with Freddie Murphy's voice. Mercury. Mercury, but, you know, I... He just uh, he just didn't capture, in my opinion, he didn't capture it. But God bless him. He no, did. I mean, you know. he's good. Like yeah. you know, he's very androgynous, gender bending too, and so he kind of fits. Well, that's the a good point. point. That maybe that was that's the point. That's why they have him. I mean, he tours with them when they tour. And yeah. Do well, so that them, was so the point. It, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. So that makes more sense. Okay. So, but I was thrilled that Queen got to perform. Yeah. I mean, you know, something all those years and all that that they've been through and all that <laughs> they get to perform Best at the Oscars, the and you know, they really are and that one guy was a rocket scientist you know they're not a dumb group astrophysicist yeah whatever it is okay amy poehler tima fey and myra rudolph they were hilarious with the opening um they were very they were so good for the opening award they were just hilarious i mean i liked it amy said welcome to the uh, welcome to the one millionth oscars (laughs) they were just so good They had so many good lines. And then the Wayne's World appearance. What did you guys think of that? I don't know. I thought it fell a little flat. I I didn't think it. I thought it fell a little flat. I was shocked to see, um, uh, what's it, Mark Mark Myers? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was a me or did his face look like he's had so much time. You know what? I'm going to... Dana Carvey, you mean. Dana Carvey. Oh, both of them. Dana's face looked... Both of them either aged a lot or they've been getting a lot of fillers and Botox and stuff because their faces look distorted. I think it was a very clever idea, but I don't think the script was strong enough. You know, the content wasn't strong enough, but the idea was very cute. Joanne Vivolo just uh, followed up on our thing. Cher won for Moonstruck that year. Oh, well, then I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm with Cher. I'm with Cher. I'm with Cher. Sorry, Glenn. I'm with Cher. Moonstruck was phenomenal. And not only that, Cher, I mean, does it get any better than Cher? I mean, for me, of all the people in the world that perform, like, she's right up there at the top. That's when she wore that big black ball yes. with the headdress and the whole thing. It was crazy. And when she said actresses aren't taken seriously and she's dressed like, yeah, a, she's dressed like, like a Halloween costume. She looks like a Yadro yeah. figure. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Glenn. No, there, that's it. Okay. So Casey Hunt, you know, from MSNBC, tweeted after the performance with Brad and Gaga. She says, well, that, that all in caps, well, that performance will definitely cool speculation that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are an item. <laughs> Did you see what happens clever. at the after party with oh her and Madonna? Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I did. They were, they were like photographed together, yeah. so that was supposed to squash the beef rumors. Well, were, yeah. It looked like she was going to snap her neck. <laughs> well, do you know there's a meme out where they put uh, Putin's face where and, yeah. or Madonna's is, and they put Trump's face where Gaga's face is, and they're drooling over each other. So I tweeted out, look, this is what's going on in Vietnam right now, because <laughs> they're over there together. Oh, I God. said, I showed that photo, I tweeted that photo, it said something about, the, what was it, I said, one is very thirsty and the other one is drowning in the shallows. <laughs> that was a good one. I missed that, I would have retweeted it. John Lewis introduced uh, the Green Book. I thought that was lovely. I love him, John Lewis. He, he's a civil uh, rights activist, was beat up, almost died from uh, from the protest on the Alabama Bridge back in the during the Civil Rights Movement, he's a congressman right now. So I thought that was so appropriate. Uh, and let's see. Um, oh, then I read a little bit of trivia. Octavia Spencer, who was an executive producer of Green Book, she got into the Oscars by entering the lottery and winning a seat. How could that be true? Because they're always looking for seat fillers, but I read that. I forgot to write down the source. I thought it was very weird. Randy Rainbow tweeted, I love Randy Rainbow. He's so hilarious. He, he tweeted a photograph of Glenn Close on the phone. He's the one that said, yes, hello, I need you to send me all 17 bunnies from the favorite. <laughs> He's the one that said that. Isn't that hilarious? Because she boiled the rabbit in yeah. Fatal Attraction. You That's have funny. to go look up his tweets, and he oh, tweeted he that that song about called Border Lie, L-I-E, Border Lie. It is so funny. It's so good. I'm like, why aren't you on Saturday Night Live? Oh, my God. So apparently in celebrity news, uh, you know, Carl uh, Lagerfeld that died is still getting a lot of accolades from people that worked with him. But uh, apparently he left 150 million pounds, which I would have thought it would have been more. There was a rumor he left it to his cat, but that's not true because French law does not allow animals to inherit money. And he, but he was very generous, apparently. He gave a lot of money out in secret, and he left a small amount to the person that's going to be looking after the cat. But now there are people coming out, and I don't think they should, especially not now, maybe 10 years from now, saying it a very dark side, and he's not here to, to um, you know, defend himself. They're saying that he reveled as a fat phobic, had uh, misogynist views, said Princess Diana was stupid, Adele was a little fat. If a model complained about sexual harassment, he told her to join a nunnery. There's always a place in a convent. Apparently he was ruthless, <laughs> very talented, but not the best person. And um, I don't know, he made all these remarks in interviews, so this isn't rumor. I mean, he said no, they, they went back and they cited the articles that he said them in. He also offended Heidi Klum once. She couldn't stand him. Yeah, and then he was fed up with the pro-women's movement. So, I mean, I hate that it's... But you know what? These are all published articles that he said it. So I guess you didn't have to be here to defend himself. But I don't know. Something about respecting people after they die a little bit. Why kick a guy when they're in the grave, you know? Uh, Well, let's see. Now, Jesse Mullet update. Oh, my God. Um, This is unbelievable. I don't know. He's still standing behind his innocence. Terrence Howard is coming out saying that he's behind him. You know, I met Terrence with his one of his girlfriends one time that was a friend of ours. He's a very, very smart, smart, smart guy, Terrence Howard. Like, like, kind of like, you know, math, science, 
chemical. He's smart, you know. He's not a dummy. I was just surprised that he came out and stood behind him. But it was nice that one of your friends and co-stars come out. But how is he still denying it? I don't know. It was a well, bad week for a lot yeah, of people. And you know, Tyler Perry this morning was on the Today Show. And he was talking about, they asked him about that situation. And he said he's been in contact with him. He's still supporting him. That him and his family and all this stuff, they say that there's been facts that have been twisted and that the that it'll all come out. but Maybe, you never know. Perez tweeted, it could be drugs, mental illness, boredom, politics of a a myriad of other reasons that caused Jesse to allegedly fabricate the attack. So some people think he fabricated, some people think he didn't, and some people are still waiting for all the facts. I'm on the you're innocent until proven guilty waiting for all the facts side of it, but it doesn't look good for him. The proffer the cops put up looked pretty damning. Uh, R. Kelly was also not uh, arrested that week. Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, people were making fun of him. Like, well, you're deflating the balls again of this guy. Oh, my gosh. I mean, there were all kinds of jokes. Bill Maher had the funniest, like, five jokes about that. And it had just happened before he went on the air the other night. Oh, he did? And I was like, he must have had those jokes in his back pocket for, like, five years because they were really, really good. But you're right. It was all about deflating the balls. Yeah, and he's known (laughs) as a cheater. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know it was Bill. I just read that he did, yeah. And then, uh, let's see. um, Oh, this is interesting. Hand me one of our little pocketbooks, one of our little bags. Okay, so this, there was an article, what two celebrities carry in their little handbags? So hand me one. I'm going to tell you what they carry. And I think you could get it all in one of ours, okay? They carry, some of them carry their glasses, okay? Some of them carry their glasses, so let's just see. All right, yep, I can get my glasses in. Then some care well, and I can't see. <laughs> Wait, look, look there. Some can put their glasses in. Okay. Then blotting paper. Okay, so let's say instead of, well, let's just assume this is blotting paper right here. Put a little blotting paper in there. Okay, that would work as blotting paper anyway, by the way. Why don't I invent something? Okay. And then some put their gum in there. Okay, so we don't have any gum, but let's just say, you know, that I don't chew gum. Let's just say that this is a stick of gum. Okay, that goes in there. And then their cell phone. Oh, yep, the cell phone. And then some say they put the hand sanitizer. Well, let's just pretend that this is a little bit of hand sanitizer. And then they put in um, their powder. I, I did that. An eyebrow brush. Okay, well, this is the size of an eyebrow brush. A lipstick. Oh, here's a lipstick right here. A debit card. Oh, pretend this is a debit card right here. Okay, and a lozenges. Okay, well, we don't have any lozenges, but we should. So let's just find a lozenge. Well, I don't know. Well, let's, you know, they're little. They go in here. And so, and a mirror, a little mirror. Oh, well, let's just pretend this is a little mirror. Now, all of that went in my bag. Now, these women, these are, these are pe- what they carried, like Heidi Klum, Jenner, Michelle Williams, um, Misty Copeland, Christy Ricci. Th- this is what they carry. And everyone says you can't get a lot. Look how much I got in this little bag. It's fabulous, isn't it? Everyone complaining you can't get anything in their bag. Well, the celebrities can do it. You can, too. And this bag <laughs> is on sale. <laughs> oh, well, I thought that was a little interesting article. Gloria Vanderbilt, uh, uh, birthday, 95 years old, last week. I loved her. I read that book. that I've read almost every biography. I, I swear, I, I used to read a biography a week, but I've read a lot of them, a lot of them. 
Hers, Poor Little Rich Girl, was, I loved it. It's timeless. You should read it. And other celebrity news. Well, this is something. Why didn't I do this? Series, Friends. Remember Friends? It generates a billion dollars in syndication revenue every year. Each of the six main cast members get 2% of that revenue, which is about $20 million a year. Why in the hell didn't I get on that friend show? $20 million a year. Don't ever do anything the rest of your life. It's like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Well, but that was the first show that they ever, you know, if you remember, it was like a big hit the first year, and they were all signed on for one season. And then when yeah, they went back amazing. to renegotiate, the guy that played Ross... Yeah. said, listen, we're going to go all back together. They can't do the show without all of us. And so, we're going to stick together. And we're going to stick together. And, and they did. And we're all going to take the same and amount. And they all took the same amount. It's just like what happened with Queen. They learned their lesson. They all got the equal pay. Oh, you know what I read about Queen this week? With, uh, they were talking about um, his Freddie's girlfriend in real life. Yes. So when he died, she was talking about how the band, like, they all just left. She yeah. never heard from them ever again. Yeah. And she got 15% of all the... The, um, oh, I knew she music got his money. Yeah, she got like fifteen percent of it. He left her most of his money. Yeah, he said in the will yeah. that it had it been a different or had things worked out differently, it would yeah. have all been hers anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said it was yeah, her, it's birthday. her birthday. Uh, ninety-five years old. Jason. Oh yeah, I just had a Friday. No, no, she's ninety-five. Happy uh, birthday. Joanne Vivolo says you've just increased the uh, the sales of that bag tenfold. Well, I mean, if the celebrities can get all their stuff in it, and this is, comes in black, and it comes in gold, and bring me some more. You, I've tried these bags. Every single one of them, except for maybe one or two. You can't get all the stuff in, but you can get a lot in these little bags, and you only have to carry. I always, oh, I would add to that an ink pen. I always carry an ink pen and a little tiny pad of paper in mine. So I carry pretty much the same thing. Okay, all of that would fit in this bag, which everybody yeah, loves this bag, and, 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 and everyone would fit, all of them would fit in these. And this comes in black. And they're not on sale anymore, but if you email us, hello at leahblack.com, and say you're a podcast listener, we'll put them on sale for you. We don't really care. We sell stuff because we like people to look pretty. <laughs> and then we're lucky we make money. <laughs> oh, so anyway, Gwyneth Paltrow says that she's the victim on a ski slope accident, but a man's accusing her of running him down and falling and knocking him out when she was skiing. And then he's suing her, and she's just saying it was his fault, and he's after the money. But apparently the guy was pretty injured, and apparently she did slide into him. So let's see how that plays out. Michael Jackson's estate is suing HBO for $100 million, according to Vanity Fair. Yes, but this, they're still going to air the documentary. <laughs> yeah, they're going to make more on the documentary oh, than for that. Sure. But uh, you know what? They have to sue. They have to sue to save face. Whether they think they're yeah, going to win, maybe they'll drop it later, maybe they'll settle, but they have to sue. They can't let them get away with just acknowledging all that as the truth, you know? So anyway, now in royalty news, well, Prince Harry and Meghan's baby have a dual citizenship. There you go. That's, that's a question that's out there. Megan is urged to stop public displays of affection, according to express.co.ok, less is more. Now, you know, let me tell you what irritates me about that. It takes two to show affection. So why isn't anyone criticizing the prince for showing affection? They're only criticizing her. You know, she can do no right. You know, it's just annoying. Queen Elizabeth II point. has four drinks a day, boys. Four drinks a day. Just four? Yeah. That's why I like she it. has gin before lunch. 
She has wine at lunch. Now, right there, I'm already asleep for four hours. You Just those two out. things, I'd be asleep for four hours. <laughs> then she has a dry martini with dinner and champagne after dinner. And she's 97 years old and she's or four years old or whatever and just spry as she can be. Maybe that's the key. Maybe we should have a gin before lunch, a wine at lunch, a dry martini at dinner, and champagne after dinner. And have a big staff and a few homes yeah. and everything. That would also make you live <laughs> yeah, that doesn't day. mention the chef. Everything's organically and perfectly cooked. But isn't that fabulous? Oh, let's go from royalty to low-hanging fruit housewives. Look, we're just running out of time Before already. you do that, Stacey Stoughton's just, she, earlier she commented, I just want to say, Lisa Renna is back. <laughs> She's back. She's Definitely back, back last She's night. Back. Oh my God. Well, here you go. Lisa Renna calls out Nicola Sheridan for having an affair after one year of marriage with her, her husband, Harry Hamlin, with Michael Bolton when they were on a tour when she was at a concert and Harry wasn't there. Well, that was 20 or 30 years ago. Nicole, Nicolette, you know, uh, slaps back and says, do you really want the truth shared? I appreciate that you want to support your housewife's fake news narrative, but at the end of our marriage, it had nothing to do with anyone other than the us. Uh, sad you can't own your part at Harry Hamlin at Lisa Renna, because Harry had tweeted to her, this is fake news. It's called when your wife of one year suddenly goes to bed with a pop singer. Two weeks after your mother dies. I did a lot of stuff with my wife nose to nose, but ending our marriage was not one of them. So guess what happened yesterday? What? I, I wonder if I know. Nicolette Sheridan yeah. left the Dynasty show that has horrible ratings, the yeah. reboot on CW. So there's a rumor. And, and there's talk they're going to bring her on The Housewives of Beverly Hills next season. And Andy even hinted at it when someone brought it up on his show yesterday. I don't think Lisa Renna would care. No, but I, I think that'd think be care. that'd be that would be a great person to bring be. to the cast. It would be. I don't think she would care, but yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, and then uh, then I watched the show last night. Did you guys? What did you think about last night? Oh, I thought it was a good, Beverly Hills. Good it was episode. it was heating up at the end. Yeah, I knew they were gonna now, drag it to the end. Renna is a, is accusing uh, Vanderpump of setting them all up to take the the heat. You were right. And I knew it was going to happen. I knew I it. I take back what I said last week. You were right. You know, and, and honestly, she throws stones and hides her hands. And it was, to me, it was a contrived scene oh, when those uh, boys came out at the Vanderplump thing and starts talking about the dog in the shelf, at, the, at the shelter. Well, yeah, and Rena was right. She was like, that's your employee. You could have shut him down. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. And then I thought it was interesting because Lisa is usually like, she can come back really quick and, and stick up for herself. But last night, it seemed a little odd, like that she had been caught off guard and she didn't have a response in that moment yeah. with all of them. So it's yeah. kind of interesting. It's going to gonna all unravel and you're going to see that's what's going to happen. Did you um, see the Mexican Dynasties premiere? I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh I can't get another hooked on another one. People were going crazy. On the other time. hand, though, yeah. I did find out that's more. You didn't let her in. Yeah, let her in. Just tell her to come sit down. That was uh, Mauricio's family. You know, did you know that? That's what? part of his family. Yes, one of them is a distant relative or is yeah. a, like so a sister So I guess they're probably involved in the production of that show. No, they, I looked to see if he was in on the other, but they're not. But, well, they but should be. But let me tell you, that show is, is gold. They should have brought that in. Oh, I can't hook on it. i got to watch but the they news. They have a singing chihuahua. I mean, that talks. That's hilarious. <laughs> 
I can't. I'm hooked on too many shows. And then the New Jersey reunion part one. Did you guys see it? I did. And? I thought it was okay. I think that it's going to really be hot tonight when they, um, you know, I mean, the preview, Teresa yeah. grabs the cards out of Andy's hands. And oh, does yeah, she? Yeah, ah, she, well. And then I saw Joe and Teresa going at it and him saying, you don't control me, you know, so hey, it'll be interesting to see. We've just had a guest walk in and now the dog's dog. going crazy. Um, all right. So, and, uh, you know, I mentioned Robert Kraft getting... Um, arrested but you know this is the funniest thing apparently there are 200 people involved in these eight spas of prostitution uh, but he's a barking at our friend that came in oh stop it but you know what this is listen to this so years ago this had to be 15 years ago roy and i were at a party at thomas kramer's mansion remember thomas had those parties all the time Yes. And there was a guy standing there. It turns out it was Robert Kraft. I didn't know who he was. And somebody came up to me and said, you know who that is, right? And I said, no. And they said, it's Robert Kraft. I'm like, who is that? Well, he owns this big football team, you know. And then I remember them saying to me, you know, he's involved in a string of prostitution rings. And, I, and he goes, you'll see he's going to leave early and you'll see some people be following him. And I just forgot about it. When he was arrested for that prostitution ring and I saw his picture, I was like, somebody told me that 15 years ago at Thomas Kramer's house. You don't remember everything, Jason. I know. <laughs> I mean, verify it. Do I remember everything? Well, no, you remember everything. <laughs> but of course, it. that's all allegedly, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying they told me that. It's not alleged they told me that. They told me that. It's alleged that he's involved in the prostitution ring, but that rumor apparently has been floating around Miami for over 15 years. And you do remember that. I, I do. I don't know if it's true or not true. I just remember thinking to myself, wow. why? Well, this is what I was thinking. Why would a guy that owns a football team be involved in a sleazy business like that? So I brushed it off like, I don't think so. Maybe he goes to one of these clubs for a massage once in a while or something. And I just remember blowing it off. Can you believe that? It's a well, very small Well, let's see what world. happens to him. Yeah, people... You know, the NFL's coming out saying, oh, we have a very strict code of conduct that gets applied to everyone. They're not going to do anything. Yeah, unless, uh, unless you take a knee. They're not going to do it. Yeah, unless you take a knee, they're not going to do anything. And people were tweeting hashtag happy endings, hashtag tweeter, hashtag deflating balls. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. Well, it was even weirder on the news down here when they were reporting in front of that uh, Asia massage place or whatever it was. People were, like, having, taking selfies out in front of the sun and stuff like it, was a, like it was an Instagram moment. We're running out of time, so I'm going to save that page for next week. Oh, just in quick news, just so you know, 86 tons of uh, Boston Market boneless rib patties were recalled. And they may be contaminated with pieces of glass or hard plastic. So if you have those, don't eat them. There are 200 people stuck on an Amtrak train in Oregon for 30 hours because a tree <laughs> fell in front of it. And apparently they're just partying and drinking yeah, and having the best the time. I'd be claustrophobic flipping out with all those strangers. And I, I'd be like spraying the air with Lysol and wiping my hands. And then this woman flies to Australia. She comes back. She opens up her her suitcase and there's a, a, a 9,000, I forget how many feet, a huge python wrapped up in her shoe. No, I didn't print the picture because, you know, in the podcast, you can't see it. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg is back at work, my superhero. Uh, 
Two men in Texas brought in enough fentanyl, fentanyl to kill every person in the state of Louisiana. They got five years. Now, first of all, they came through ports of entry. They didn't climb over a wall. They didn't throw the fentanyl over a wall. They didn't sneak it under, over a wall. So that wall thing is not a good argument for that. And they got five years. If you brought in enough cocaine, weed, or heroin to kill the whole state of Cal Louisiana, you'd get 50 years. You'd be in for life. They got five years. I mean, the standard of, I guess it depends on the, on the sophistication of the drug. I mean, the standard for that is just so unfair. I'm just telling you that. So unfair. Okay, now, let's see how much. We are running out of time, so let's, let's just see if there's anything we can wait for next week. Oh, People Lord. are commenting that they're excited about the reunion tonight, and uh, they did like Mexican dynasties. And Stacy Stoughton says, I have one more thing. I think Jennifer from New Jersey needs to go bye-bye. I can't take it. She, Who? Oh, the, I don't The one her. that drinks and oh, turns to another her. person. Well, in climate change news, it snowed in Malibu, Pasadena, and West Hollywood. There you go. Well, I'm just going to read. A f oh, my God, there's so much news. We haven't even gotten to the politics yet. I can't. I can save that one. I can save this one. Oh, I did that one. Oh, my God, I can't. Oh, I'll just go to this one really quick. Trump won two Razzies for worst film performances, one in Death of a Nation and one in Fahrenheit 11.9. He's going to get another one, a, a Razzie from the Michael Cohen testimony today. Yeah, people are asking about your opinion and to weigh in on that. Baldwin is threatened by Trump. as says he's had to get security for his family because uh, he's getting retribution for Saturday Night Live. Trump's meeting with Kim Jong-un, and apparently he's going to stay, stay up overnight so that he can watch the hearings today. How ridiculous is that? That you can't, you're going over there to talk to a guy that has nuclear weapons, who has not disarmed any, hasn't gotten rid of any, he's still building them, and you're just cheerleading that he's not doing testing right now. Well, as long as he doesn't do testing, I don't care. And then you're going to stay up all night because you want to watch this hearing about yourself instead of concentrating and focusing and preparing for the meeting. So can you imagine how cranky Trump's going to be all coked up on that Coca-Cola caffeine high with those tweeter rants when he's already erratic and, and he's just going to go crazy. I, I just see can't him even sitting imagine. around in a dirty t-shirt and his underwear uh, in a Hampton Inn with a bunch of chicken buckets emptied yeah, around him. Watching, eating the popcorn, KFC. watching the movie. Now, North Korea pledged nuclearization in, in 85, 92, 94, 2002, 3, 5, 8, 6, 8, and 10, 11, and 12. And Trump's like, I they are gonna, they're not going to be any more nukes. He, we shook hands on it. And now he's in love with the guy. We're in love. I'm in love. He writes me nice letters. I love him. This is a guy, a murderous thug, that killed his own brother, has thousands in gulags that are starving to death, and his people are starving to death, and Trump's over there. Can you imagine building a gorgeous condo right here on the water between China and Iran? It's like, you're delusional. Absolutely delusional. Oh, my God. God, I can't. Well, I'm going to save that for next week. We're running out of time. I'm going to save this for next week. I'm going to save this for next week. Oh, my God. Oh, another accusation. This woman that worked on the Trump campaign said that he grabbed her and kissed her and tried to kiss her, and she quit the very next day, packed her bags, left the housing with the uh, campaign housing, drove to Sarasota from Tampa, cried all the way there, called her mother, called her father, called her friends, told her boyfriend what happened, and now she's going to sue him. She's going to come out and sue him for sexual harassment. So there you go, another one. 
Oh my God. Mueller called Manafort a hardened criminal who repeatedly and brazenly violated the law of a, with a harsh sentencing memo. Oh my God. Two more buildings in North and New York City are taking the Trump name off of them. Trump Place is one of them. So he's, he's going to not have any uh, buildings in uh, New York with the Trump name on them. People don't want that stench. I don't blame them. So uh, let's see. His ratings are below 40% now. In 17 states, he's at 50%. In 16 states, he's below 40%. Um, the USA Today said that, um, he, that, that he's not going to get away with uh, seizing land to build his wall, according to the residents in the Texas border. So there you have that. Um, oh, wait, I did that one. Okay, let's see. Oh! This Matt Gatz last night, this horrible congressman from, from Florida, northern Florida, he tweeted out the nastiest tweet about uh, uh, basically threatening, threatening yeah. to expose, uh, did you, to, to uh, Cohen, who's testifying today, to say, did you, does your wife know about your mistresses and all these other women? Does your, your father-in-law's, now's a good time to have a chat before your hearing tomorrow. I mean, it was basically a threat. Threatening I him. have the tweet here somewhere. He have to apologize this morning. It was on the news he did Friday. apologize because he's being accused of a threat. Yeah. He's wanting this. The House is wanting yeah. to censure him, and he's nervous about it. Yeah, but plus everybody's posting on social media what I sent you last night. But guess They're what? They're having them call the state bar because he's an attorney That's here. That's what I'm going to read now. Yeah. Matt Getz, Florida attorney, did he violate U.S. Code 180SC1512? Call the Florida Bar at 1-866-352-0707 and give his bar number, number 48962, and get him disbarred. Yes. I'm going to do that. I called this morning. You did? James sent me 8 this text last night. I was right there when they opened. And I was like, I'm going to call. Yeah. And uh, Trump has publicly attacked the Russian investigation more than 1,100 times. Honey, you know what? When, when you protest, protest that loudly, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. too much. Oh, my God. Let's see. We're running out of time. I'll, don't forget to the Cohen testimony today. We've been glued to We got the lunch break, so I hope you all tuned in for hours. If not, it's posted later, but we're going to go back and watch it all afternoon. Uh, I'm going to have to cover all of this later. Oh, my God, it's just so good. There's so much stuff here to talk about. Oh, Biden is thinking about running. Do you guys think Biden is going to run? Yes, I yeah. saw that And Beto clip hasn't rolled out a run either. So I've got stuff there that Biden I haven't Biden said covered. yesterday that his family is for it. He hasn't got to that point. And someone yelled out in the audience, just say yes already. And he was like, yeah. I'm not at yes yet. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> he is, He's he waiting to... You have to pick your timing, and he's got a certain amount of stamina, and I think he's waiting to let all this play out a little bit and then hop he in. He did say earlier this month he would let us in. know by the end of the month, and that's tomorrow. So. Oh, he did? Yeah. The end of this month? Yeah. All right, here was the tweet. Mike, Matt Getz. Hey, Michael Cohen, do you and your wife and father-in-law know about your girlfriends? Maybe tonight would be a good time for that chat. I wonder if she'll remain faithful when you're in prison. She's about to learn a lot. Can you believe it? So I tweeted back, hey, what are you afraid of, Matt? And why do you think witness intimidation is okay? Go have another drink. 
Now that's something you know a lot about. Let's put your under oath for witness threat, uh, threatening and ask you about your reported DUIs. You sound like a thug, not a member of Congress. Congress, shame. Can you believe it? <laughs> so true. Yeah, I mean, what a piece of jerk. Okay, we'll do that one later. Yeah, a lot of the people have been watching the Cohen trial and watching you at the same time because oh, we've been good. getting comments on it, so they've been saying... Roger Stone attacked that... Uh, well, I, we did that one already, the crosshairs thing. Trump is going to be freaking out while he's abroad, according to the Raw story. Michael Cohen has documents that will show detailed sword and chilling evidence against Trump. Well, honey, we've been glued all morning. Where's he did the popcorn? That with all the checks Just, and everything. Oh, he's... That's the thing. People are questioning his credibility and that he's lying, but every lie that he told, or not every, but the lies he told told were to protect Trump. Now he's bringing in documents. He's bringing canceled checks. He's bringing in um, uh, text messages. He's bringing in with other, there are other witnesses to corroborate what he's saying. So no one has to rely on what he's saying. And you know, it's just unbelievable, the Republicans, that they're so grandstanding with Benzaghazi for 13 hours, just yelling and screaming at Hillary and acting like complete idiots. And they found absolutely nothing. And now they can't handle the truth from Michael Cohen. They're such hypocrites. Oh, here's another one. Uh, Trump's war on California. He says it's a socialist hellhole. It's a socialist hellhole that somehow nurtured Apple, Google, Facebook, Tesla, Uber, Netflix, Oracle, and Intel, not to mention old economy stalwarts like Chevron, Disney, Wells Fargo, and the Hollywood film industry, according to Politico uh, tweets. And then, uh, that's Venezuela. We'll have to talk about that later. Oh, this one got me. This one just got me. Trump tweets, my daughter created millions of jobs, President Trump said while speaking to a gathering of governors. I don't know if anyone knows that, but she's created millions of jobs. Are you kidding me? So I tweeted back, I call BS, show us the proof. Maybe jobs for her company or your company or her husband's company, but not for the average person in the country. Big belly laugh. And then he started getting comments like, yeah, he, she, she created jobs in China, sweatshops. She created, you know, all Russian jobs. Oh, then I'd <laughs> Listen to this one. So I also tweeted back, uh, Ivanka de debuts as administration spokesperson for rugged individualism, somebody says. I don't think most people want in to be given something, she's, Ivana says. Ivanka says, I don't think Americans want to be given something. People want to work for what they get. So I tweeted back to her. I'm going to get the FBI. It's going to be coming after me. That whiny, little, squeaky, breathy, fake voice has never done an honest day's work in her platinum spoon in her mouth condescending life. Nepotism and arrogance and spoiled brat at its worst. I just can't with her fake White House job. She's just part of the window dressing for the daily reality show. <laughs> and then Trump says Kim is his one of his best friends. Listen what Trump told Kim Jong-un, that he's known plenty of rich kids who ended up messed up, but that the young dictator did not end up screwed up. And so this uh, Brian Class tweeted back, Kim Jong-un assass has assassinated a family member with nerve agent, nerve agent at an airport, murdered a young American, threatened to incinerate American cities, commits state-sponsored rape, detains hundreds of thousands in gulags, kills dissidents for sport, and you're calling him your new best friend, you're in love with him. I mean, come on, and Bob Forgetti sent that poor college kid home to die. Remember that? Oh, my God. And then Donnie Jr., he's tweeting out, 
that, you know, oh, my, oh, my father's the first one that could even get a meeting with Kim. And so I had to tweet him back. Donnie Jr. bragging Trump was the only president that could get a meeting with North Korea. He's either really stupid or he doesn't know that not one president would meet with uh, Kim for many reasons. Or he's just lying to stupid people that will believe anything as Fox News exactly. goes along. Ugh. Then I tweeted, shame on every single Republican that does not want to know the truth about Trump, Russia, and crimes. You should all want to know the truth about your president and if he is compromised. Country first. Your love of power and ego should not replace your duties. I can't anymore. Oh, the average tax fund is down 17%. Average down $500. People are paying taxes that they never had to pay. And people are getting less refunds that never that, than they were, all because of that, that tax thing. I already did my quote of the week. All the money in the world can't make up for a lack of integrity. And then I will have to save this for later because we are over time. Okay, did we have fun today? Yes. Did I curate enough yes, news for you? Great. We covered the yes, housewives, royal, royalty, good, news, politics. We covered it all. So I know a lot of you are eating your popcorn and watching Michael Cohen. I hope you caught us during the lunch break. So you'll have to now go to your local uh, podcast provider or Facebook Live and catch this. So for all of you that did watch it, please share, tweet, and remind people to go and catch it on demand because next week we'll be able to talk about all the Michael Cohen juicy gossip that came out today. So we have fun, and thank you all for watching. And don't forget, everything fits in your handbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And uh, we don't forget we have our sculpture. I mean, our um, advanced serum on sale for ten dollars this month, just yes. for you. And so people were wondering where listeners. to go. So it's leahblack.com is Leah the website. Com, our website. So thank you guys, and we'll see you next Wednesday at noon Eastern time. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.